And while we have a through line that states authorial intent means dick. Right. I don't want to have to have the same haircut you have, Dad. Sorry, forgive me. Harriet motherfucking tub. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be crawling to something else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. JK. And, Rowling. And she uh, something So was was this before or after the poster and you vomiting all over the couch? <laughs> For those of you that can't see, Ed's eyes just crossed. That is fucked up. <laughs> but it's not wrong. Where we connect nerdery to the real world. My name is Ed Blaylock. I'm a world history teacher here in Northern California. Uh, also, uh, currently teaching uh, one block period a day. Uh, well, <clears throat> actually, one block period every time I see them, which is three times a week, um, virtually, of uh, remedial reading uh, or remedial literacy uh, for my uh, seventh grade class. Uh, and I am a longtime D&D nerd uh, since the age of eight or nine, technically younger than what it said on the books was appropriate, uh, which, you know, uh, explains an awful lot. Um, who are you? I'm Damien Harmony. I am a Latin teacher at a distance of, uh, this year. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, let's see. What else? I... Um, yeah, that's what I'm teaching this year, I guess. Uh, I am close to being done recording all the content that they're going to need asynchronistically. Um, and I would have been done were it not for dozens of bargaining meetings and, and teachers calling and needing things. Um, but I don't mind, uh, really. And so, really? yeah, really, yeah. not at all. Not, not, not in the that's slightest. That's not an edge of desperation in your voice. No, no not at all. No, no certainly is, not frustration is, at all. No, no, no wouldn't no, have never. that here. I, I love working for free. Um, <laughs> well, clearly, I do <laughs> that's why you podcast. went into teaching. Yeah, <laughs> it's also why we do this podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I do. I've been playing D and D since I was a little bit younger, but that's still going to be later in the time stream in the timeline than you did. Um, but cattle <laughs> and the horse you rode it on. Yeah, well, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's basically what I do and how I do. Um, I thought it'd be cool if we statted each other out, but also producer George. And then it turned out that you and I both enjoy producer George so much that we took an hour to do that. Phrasing. <laughs> we took an hour to do producer George. Is that better? Still no? phrasing. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, not a whole lot. No. Okay. But, we took turns yeah. on producer George. I'm not even going to say it oh, now, because okay. now you're now you're doing that on purpose. Now I'm like, doing it on purpose. Tell. Right? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> we flanked producer George and and got a bonus. Um. <laughs> so, anyway, we had so, so anyway, much fun on producer George that <laughs> that now we're going to do each other. Yes, we are. Uh, so, uh, you want to go first? Or, or would you like me to go first? Uh, I don't know which of those answers is worse. I know. Um, 
But you know what? Worse, but like puts you in a more compromising position to explain things to your wife. Yeah, yeah, like. So uh, I, I would say I, if we were using feats in three five that uh, I would be power bottom attacking. So nice, <laughs> nice. Um, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go first. On Get this. your licks in. So yeah, pretty much. Um, so Damien, yes, Harmony. sir. Yes. Um, I had to think a little bit about this one. I contain multitudes. Uh, you you do. I do. You do. Hey. That's a quote I used the other night in a conversation. Nice. Only I ended it with motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so long story. Um, people being stupid online. Um, so I had to I had to think a bit. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I think you're going to be you're going to find it interesting what I came up with. Okay. Um, so first off, uh, your alignment is neutral good. Because I because I copped out because okay. we we have an ongoing argument over lawful good versus chaotic good mm-hmm. because you you are a big proponent of the idea that you're chaotic good and I keep pointing out that no no you you consistently work within the system mm-hmm. to bolster the system for the aid of individuals who have to work within the system so when you when you use the system to try to prevent the system from hurting people you're still not actually like working to subvert the system uh, okay yeah okay however you're not you're not quite enough of a i'm not loyal to the system either you're not you're yeah your yeah. loyalty isn't really to the system so so based on that neutral good okay i can see uh, that you 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 care an awful lot more just like talking about with george last last uh, episode you care an awful lot more about the people than you do about the institution mm-hmm. and so the the helping the people is the important thing and thus neutral good now you're a six level bard this is not all you are okay i could see that six. i like that that's my first like is that the first class that i started out as because yes. when i when i did producer george i put him in the chronological order of what he grew into yeah okay yeah, yeah. so i started off as a bard Bard level six. Not a bad College way to start. of lore. College of lore. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to get to why sure. here in a minute. But uh, kind of very quickly, background is sage. Oh. Because because you you are um you you are you are an education person. Mm-hmm. Like like front left forward backward left right and center. <laughs> you're that's that's like your jam. Yeah. Your personality trait is um, you patiently explain everything. <laughs> you you have an ability to to get into a discussion with somebody and say, "Okay, look, I see where I lost you," <laughs> and and without without coming off as being condescending, even when in your heart of hearts you are being. Yes. You you manage you manage to say okay so now step by step this is how this works this is this is why this is an issue mm-hmm. this is this is you know how we got from point A to point B to point Z mm-hmm. and here we go and and you are capable of maintaining an outward placidity okay. through that process that I deeply envy okay so patiently explain everything. Um, I'm going to skip ideal for a moment. Your bond mm-hmm. is to protect your students. 
you you are so immensely Papa Bear That's, about yeah. your students um, and obviously about your kids, but like the extent to which you are that way about your like you get so so um, it 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 genuinely in in my experience with you it takes an awful lot for you to get demonstrably angry about anything. Mm-hmm. And the majority of times I have witnessed you actually start being, no, no, actually I'm pissed, mm-hmm. is, is when it has to do with your students somehow getting shortchanged, fucked over, whatever. That's true. Like, like that's, that is genuinely a trigger for you. Your personality flaw is you are unable to not pun. <laughs> I, what edition is if this? One, if like... one occurs to you, <laughs> you, you, you have to do it. It is yeah. it is just the raven claw in you that you you have to exhibit your verbal cleverness. <laughs> so yeah. now your your ideal is compassion. Okay. Your your motivating ideal is uh, that um, the the truth will always lead toward compassion and and caring kindness okay now that becomes important when i get to your second class but i want to go through all of your barred trickery (laughs) um actually first we got to talk about your race and if we're going to talk about your race i need you to tell the people Mm -hmm. uh what it is that your daughter had to say when she saw what it is that you were working on while we were doing this yeah she said oh i'm gonna make a stats of you then i said okay have fun and she said, and she's looking at it, and she said, I'm going to make you a rock gnome. And I said, why? She said, because uh, if you read what it says there, it says that they are prone to uh, frequent outbursts of joy. And around you, that always happens. It was something along those lines. I, I, yeah. I may have paraphrased it, but yeah. Yeah. Which... You, you shared that on Facebook as I was working on trying to draw your character up, and my immediate response was, well, fuck. <laughs> because it's too true, and I couldn't not do that, but now I'm biting off of your kid to do it, and like... So thank Julia for me. I will. She she spotted that very well. You you managed to be the the kind of sage uh, who who is who is the laughing sage who who you know I mean I'm stand up comic like duh right but but that is that is that that if if there's if there's like a Buddhist archetype that that I would point to. Mm-hmm. Like as like okay if we if we have to choose out of this out of this particular panoply of of characters, that's that that really does fit you too well. Okay. Uh, so yes, rock gnome, um, and and just gnome in general because of the, um, you know we're 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 good spirited and good natured, but we're also more than willing to fuck with you. Yeah, like I love like, teaching through mischief. Yes. That is that is one of my favorite. I had a student once. Okay, you know that fringe at the end of papers that people don't like? 
Like yeah. when you rip it out yeah, of yeah. spiral, some teachers are like just dead set against it, right? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. this student it triggers was, their triggers their OCD. Yeah. yeah. You know, this student yeah. had a huge problem with it. And I was like, I told her, I said, I don't care about it. She's like, no, no, but I do. And I'm like, all right, you're wasting your own time, but cool. So I had the kids in these collaborative groups for about two, three weeks. And so her group members would hand her the paper. She would then staple it and hand it to me and she'd rip all these things off. Okay, cool. So one day she went to the bathroom. I told her group, I said, all right, guys, come here. Take all the the fringe off of your papers because she doesn't like that. And they're like, okay. I said, now put it in this box. Okay. And then two weeks later I had, you know, a good stack and she ended up having to go to the bathroom. I said, okay, guys, one of you open up her backpack for me. And then, <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> oh, that poor thing. <laughs> but it was. So, so it, how long did it take her to spot it? Oh, it, like as, did, as she's did, putting what, her shit away to get it? out of class. Oh, okay. You know, which is what I expected because. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, so I love mischief, but here's where like I think you've got me pretty well pegged on the lawful thing. I have rules for my mischief even. Like yeah. you, there are four rules that I always follow for mischief. One is never okay. use something that you expect to get back because shit gets broken or destroyed when people take it yeah. the wrong way. Two yeah. is um, never escalate. So if you okay. prank and then somebody pranks you, you don't step it up. You let them win if they step okay. it up, right? Okay. Um, right. You can go lateral all day long, but you never escalate. Uh, okay. Three, never... Um, Never hurt a person or a thing. Never, never okay. destroy anything. Nothing, nothing hurtful. Right. right. Um, and and that includes like emotional. So if they have humiliation yeah. triggers, you don't get to dump water on them. Um, yeah. And four, never commit a prank that you yourself are not willing to clean up with a smile alone. Okay. And I stick to those. And that okay. absolutely fit okay. with those. Because the worst that happened was, you know, she had to pull paper out of her bag. Yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but right. yeah, I love teaching through mischief and I, I do shit yeah. like that to my kids all the time and to my students all the time. And, and then when I see that they're like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of this shit. I'm like, okay, and we're done, you know? So, yeah. but yes, yes. The, the, I, I, yeah. I'm very gnomish. I didn't even think of that. I'm curious as to what race you had me before that. I, I was 50, 50 between human mm-hmm. and going with the variant human rules and just feeding the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or a uh, half elf. Oh, interesting. Okay. I could see that too. Cause they're skill monkeys. Um, well, they're, they're skill, they're skill monkeys and, um, charisma, which mm-hmm. is to say performance, which is to say mm-hmm. teaching persuasion, etc. Sure. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. So let's see. All right. So you've got um, me as a genome. You know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, strength of twelve, dex mm-hmm. of thirteen, con of fifteen, intelligence of sixteen, wisdom seventeen, charisma sixteen. Okay. Okay. Now uh, you get bardic inspiration. Mm-hmm. A D eight that allies can add to rolls, a roll. Jack of all trades, mm-hmm. which means you can add one half of your proficiency bonus to any rounding down to any skill roll that you don't actually have the skill for. Okay. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Yeah. Song of rest. When your allies sit down for a short or long rest, if any of them are going to recover hit points, you can perform, mm-hmm. you know, stereotypically it would be, you know, singing, 
or playing an instrument. In your case, it would be, you know, cracking jokes and sharing awful, awful puns. <laughs> and when they were, when they regain hit points at the end of that rest, they gain an additional D6 hit points. Mm-hmm. Now, College of Lore. Yeah. The reason I chose College of Lore is one of the abilities for College of Lore is you can turn your bardic inspiration on its head and turn it into a D8 penalty to an opponent. Yes. With cutting words. <laughs> you, you, uh, you've seen my performances in front of the school board, I, I see. I, yes, <laughs> I have. You're, you, you were briefly my Philgia. Um, <laughs> and then uh, additionally, as a six-level bard of the Lore College, you get bonus uh, spells. You, okay. you pick up two, two, you can choose two cantrips to learn that are not in the bard spell list. You took shillelagh. I do love a blunt because, instrument. Because, because, because of our ongoing feud over whether a broadsword or a table leg yes. is a better deal with recalcitrant board members. <laughs> um, and then uh, compelled duel. No, 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 not him. Fight me. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's that's a very Damien thing to do. Me. Yeah. yeah. Even when you're not the one equipped to be the one to do that, it's no, no, no. Come <laughs> here. Me. Stop looking at him. Look at me. Okay. Okay. Look at me. I I have the aggro now. Yeah. Okay. Um, languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, common, obviously. Gnomish, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> and the way I have it noted here on the on the character sheet is Elvish, because Latin. Okay, I was going to think in, draconic in, because Latin, but yeah, that's, either that's, would do. That's, that's the other one. Your, your, your other language known as draconic. Nice. Uh, but, but you know, in, in a number of, of campaigns I've played in, the, you know, most ancient civilization, et cetera, sure, et cetera, sure. pinnacle of everything for the fall has been elves. And so elvish because Latin. Uh, now, also because bard, you have like a shit ton of skills. Arcana. Mm-hmm. History, insight, performance, persuasion, perception, and religion. Now, part of that is because multi-class, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. Okay. Um, but then you also have all of the gnome abilities that we already mentioned, or that you already mentioned last episode, talking about uh, Producer George. Yep. Uh, Dark Vision, your tinker ability to create those devices. Mm-hmm. Um Efficiency bonus on history checks related to anything arcane or technological. And so now we're going to go to your other class. Now, real quick, you gave me religion. Is that tied to? It's tied to your other class. Oh, okay. So now here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Of the two of us, one of us is a theist and the other one is not. Well, wait, wait. Let's, Let's reword that. One of us is atheist. The other one is atheist. Yes. Yes. And and so it may shock you at first mm-hmm. that the other class I assigned you was cleric for eight levels. I am curious as to the domain for that. Um, but yeah, that that is not what I would have picked for myself in any way. So I'm very okay. curious. Well, here's the thing. You oh, are the I monster. just realized the, the, the domain that it could be. Never mind. All right, go ahead. We're going to go with the one I went with okay. in a second. Okay. Because um, I'm interested to see what, what where where you think that would go. But um, so 
in in fifth they don't talk about this as much but mm-hmm. in ad and d in in second edition one of the things that was brought up was that you didn't have to be dedicated to a deity to be a cleric oh okay you could be dedicated to an ideal mm-hmm. or 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 a or a or a belief system okay you didn't you didn't have to actually be a priest of a god to be a okay. cleric you just had to be motivated by a belief in something bigger than yourself and so uh you are a cl- <laughs> hey, i just realized you could have somebody whose background was a guild artisan and they're a brewer um but they're uh they slipped and fell too often so they become a cleric of the twelve step program instead of the uh, the the twelve pantheon, because <laughs> one of the things is a belief in something bigger than yourself, something larger than yourself. So yeah, you, actually... you are the cleric of alcoholism. Like, oh my god, we should make or a it cleric, or a cleric of recovery. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And shit, I'm gonna have to sit down and figure that out. Yeah, no kidding. Because because oh, that's wow. actually. That's actually kind of genuinely awesome. It really is. Um, so, and it's the twelve-step path. Like yeah. you can totally yeah. like. Oh my god! Yeah. Ooh, you used to be a drunken master, so yeah. the, you know. <laughs> nice. nice. Oh. There are those. There are those monk levels. Yeah. Um, okay. So. So you 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 are a the domain I assigned to you was light. Oh wow! In Would the sense of that. in the sense of illumination, and truth. Okay. Because. You you will not be quiet in the face of fear, misinformation, or or fuckery. True. Like you know, um, and so um, as a cleric of light, and I've I've got it written here on the character. The character sheet is light slash truth domain. Okay. Uh, so you get channel divinity, obviously mm. turn undead. Right. Okay. Right. That's everybody like it's a thing. Uh, and now at the level that you have achieved, when you do that, uh, you are able to destroy undead of uh, challenger rating one or lower. Which so is skeleton, quite something. Yeah. Skeleton, yeah. Skeleton zombies. Yeah. No. Yeah. Powder. You, you have no way of minioning us to death now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you has uh one of your channel channel divinity ability another one of your channel divinity abilities is radiance of the dawn uh by using your channel divinity ability you can dispel magical darkness inside of 30 feet mm-hmm. any foe within that distance takes two die 10 plus eight radiant damage can save for half damage with a constitution save of 16 or higher yeah, no, your your spell save is is insane, pretty burly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. I got to look this up real fast because I didn't properly take notes on it originally, and that's on me. But uh, at first level, one of your um, divinity abilities is warding flare. You can interpose divine light between yourself and an attacking enemy. When you are attacked by a creature within 30 feet of you that you can see, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll, causing light to flare before the attacker before it hits or misses. An attacker that can't be blinded is immune to this effect. 
Uh, you can use this feature a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier. You regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. Starting at 6th level, mm-hmm. you can use your flare feature when a creature that you can see within 30 feet of you attacks a creature other than you. So, again, no, no. Don't hit him. I'm over here. You wanted oh, me. me. I'm over here. Yes. Um... So your 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 bard and cleric stuff uh, synergizes quite well, uh, pretty remarkably. Uh, the feat that I gave you was inspiring leader, um, <clears throat> owing to your your role um, as a teacher mm-hmm. and and as. You know, as a union representative and as, you yeah. know, guy who shows up at every board meeting to, you know, uh, Hector the the uh, district uh, into doing the right thing, even though they rarely do. Yes. Uh, as an inspiring leader, you can spend 10 minutes inspiring your companions, shoring up their resolve to fight. When you do so, choose up to six friendly creatures within 30 feet who can see or hear you and who can understand you. Each creature can gain temporary hit points equal to your level plus your charisma modifier. Oh, damn. So in your case, that would be 17 additional hit points. A creature can't gain temporary hit points from this feat again until it has finished a short or long rest. Still, like... So again, arm you friend, with what leader you need. of the resistance. Yeah. 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 Um, now... <clears throat> Spells got interesting hmm. uh, because you multi-classing there. There are special rules about the number of spells you can cast right. per day. Um, so what I what I focused primarily on was you know what what you would have prepared f- from each class, okay, to then use in whatever your spell slots would be as a right. cleric. Your cantrips are light, which you get for free. Guidance, resistance, spare the dying, and again, because everybody needs an attack spell, sacred flame, mm-hmm. which in your case does three die eight plus three damage. Ooh, that's a yeah. cantrip. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, save. I think it's. I think it's a. You cast it and then they save. Oh, okay. I think. Um, I'd have to, but it might be, in a t- no, I don't, I'll look it up in a second. Sure. Um, so then at first level you have bless, mm-hmm. command, mm-hmm. cure wounds and healing word. Second level zone of truth, <laughs> lesser, lesser restoration. Ooh. Are you, are you stunned? Are you, are you right. wobbled? Are Whatever. No, no. Now you're not. Right. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. Focus. Don't let him get to you. Get out there. Uh, and calm emotions, which which doesn't have a defined combat thing that it does, but it mm-hmm. does basically say you are you are capable as long as you are concentrating. You you can walk into a situation and be like, all right, look, everybody, chill out. Let's talk about this. Mm. Uh, third level. Beacon of Hope and Bestow Curse. <laughs> wow. Again, because, again, because occasionally you just got to shank a bitch. Yeah. Um, fourth level, Banishment. And and one I really, really liked, Guardian of Faith. 
Mm. Uh, where you say, okay, in that square right there is mm-hmm. where this spiritual guardian is now taking up space. And um, anytime any opponent, any any enemy, uh, gets within five feet of it, uh, they have to make a save. If they fail the save, they take ten hit points of damage. If they make the save, they take half damage. Uh, the guardian stays there until it has inflicted sixty points of damage. Oh wow! So that could so, really fuck with the concentration of other it, creatures it, it, too. It could, it could, it could one fuck with concentration, and number two, it's it's one more case of no, no. I'm going to make you. I'm going to force you to go this way. Yeah. There's there's a you 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 are you are a rare controller cleric. Because uh, you know there's there's a lot of no no. I want to I want to get you where. You know the fighter can get to you. I want to get you over here while I'm while I'm busy making sure they're all okay. While I'm busy buffing all of them, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're a force multiplier. Um. So now we get to the bard spells, okay. which are more fun. Charm person. Sure. Duh. Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my daughter. Magic. My daughter loves that spell, by the way, because she casted it. Because you can cast it on skeletons. Oh yeah, no, it's a beautiful. Oh yeah, no, as a controlling, as a controller oh, spell, it's it's amazing. It's yeah, just like, no, no, you you right there. You're just not going to fight for three rounds. Right. Like I'm just going to make sure you're not. Too many you, of your you friends are, are here, so we're going to yeah, just take you so, down a bit. Yeah, I just yeah. I just need you to go on the other side of the velvet rope for a minute while the rest of us are in combat. Can you do that <laughs> for me? Okay, get over there. Yeah. Um, and detect magic and heroism, because mm-hmm. again, friend. I'm going to buff you all. Okay. Uh, Second level, detect thoughts. Okay. Because because you are not quite the, I have figured you out from, you know, sizing you up, the Georges, but you are, you are very good at, at analyzing, like once, once you, once you have enough data points to develop an an, an analysis of somebody's behavior, you're going to be like, yeah, I know where they're going. Right. Okay. Like, I figured out. I I know which. I I'm pretty sure you're gonna jump one of two ways. Right. I've heard this song sure this before. One, yeah, I'm pretty sure this one is more likely. But there's also a there's an outside chance you're gonna do this thing. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna prepare for both of them. But I'm really gonna prepare for this one. Okay. And uh, see invisibility, and suggestion. You do not want to sell me death sticks. Right. You want to go home and think about your life choices. Right. Uh, third level hypnotic pattern. Hey, how Always y'all doing? One. Yeah. How's it? How's it going out there? Hey, Sacramento, how you doing? Hey, dude, <laughs> look at look at me over here. Hey, stay busy. Uh, and then uh, fear. Just straight up fear. Okay. Okay. Right. No, no, yeah. I'm sorry. And now I'm showing up in full on profit mode. Okay. Like I'm, yeah. I'm gonna stand here. I'm gonna stand here like Jeremiah, and you're just gonna sit there and fucking take it. <laughs> Because you you have you have annoyed my people, okay. And your bard cantrips are friends, message, and vicious mockery. Yeah, vicious mockery had to be there. Yeah, yeah, didn't it though? I if mean, you barred me, I gotta I gotta <laughs> be able to do vicious mockery. Yeah. That's just yeah. how it goes. Yeah. So now, based on all of that, you have 101 hit points. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of your classes are D8s, so your hit dice is 14 die 8. Mm-hmm. Your armor class is 14 because you're wearing a chain shirt. Sure. And your weapon of choice is a quarter staff. 
There because you, you can cast Shillelagh on it. Mm-hmm. And you get a plus six to hit and a D6 plus six damage. All right. I like it. So I I thought if it, if I was going to be cleric, I thought it would have been tr- uh, trickery domain. Um, but I like that your read on it. That would have been that would have been a really good one mm-hmm. if I had been digging around enough in Xanathar's. It would have been really hard. Mm. But in the moment in which I was I was uh, as again uh, Facebook while I was going through all of this, uh, the the a a post came up about how you know. I could have been spending this time preparing more material for my students, uh, <laughs> but instead, um, I've I've you know had to be doing all this union rep stuff because my district is determined to fuck everybody over for no discernible reason. And I was like, oh no, you know what? <laughs> I think I know what you're a cleric of. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no. You you want to you want to you want to lie about how negotiations are going? Uh, no. Yeah, you don't get to do that. How about no? Yeah. How about how about I point out all the every oh that was the other one is the long litany laundry list post you did uh, the other day of let me explain to you all the shit the district has done. Yeah. Let me just lay this all out here for you. Yeah. And yeah, so okay. so there you so there you go. I like it. You probably didn't realize you were a cleric, but there you are. Yeah. Well, um, I took one of those, and I don't believe in these at all. Um, one of those, what color is my parachute tests? Oh yeah. When I was in high school and yeah. it, it was, you know, ENTP and TJ and stuff like that. I always was ENTJ or ENTS or whatever the, the J switch sometimes. Yeah. Um, and the T changed sometimes too. Like, but the, the EN was never in question. Yeah. And then the yeah. other ones were kind of 50 fifties. But it recommended the jobs that I should have. It recommended teacher, which I was like, all right, yeah. cool. That's, you know, even even though you know these are bullshit things, it's nice when they validate. And then it also yeah. said minister. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, eh, what? Here's the deal. Here's yeah. the deal. You have, you have, you have zero belief in, in God, mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, extra, extra paranormal, you know, yeah. uh, uh, kind of higher power. But you would be very, very good in the role of I I am the guy in the community who is here to provide a shoulder, an ear, yeah. words words of advice and okay, I understand why you're angry about that. Let me maybe help you see the other side of that. Sure. Before you I mean, I'm not saying you can't be angry, but before you go acting on that anger, let me tell you what the other side is. Sure. That is that is very much part of your teacher vibe and yeah. so that you, you you would if if it just weren't for the fact that you're you know <laughs> not a believer you'd be really good at the job you would do be. it real well yeah you know and so yeah and that's kind of what i came to as well i was like oh yeah i atheist minister you know which some people point out that's what comedians are um but uh <laughs> yeah Mind blown. Um, but uh, All right. my mom pointed out to me, I think it was after my grandpa died. It might have been after another death. Um, she's like, you really should have been a like a mortician or one of the people that comforts the family, you know, during the memorials. And I was like, eh, I want to be a teacher. 
but uh yeah so apparently there's a few things i can i can do um all right you know what here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take a short commercial break uh, and okay. when we come back i'm gonna stat you out so all right see you on the other side ray Hello, Geek Timers. This is producer George interrupting this podcast to let you know that we have space available. This space could be used to promote your product, book, event, group, even wish a special someone happy birthday. If you're interested in using this space, please contact us on Twitter via private message at Geek History Time. Hello, Geek Timers. It's Damien here. Uh, so, as it turns out, uh, George heard the advanced recording of us statting him out, and he wanted to have a chance to respond. Okay, in reality, I actually begged him to respond, and uh, he and his uh, lovely wife uh, gave us a response as to what they thought of our statting out of George in the previous episode. So, I figured this would be a good place to stick it, so to speak. Um, and, uh, yeah, so coming up will be George's rejoinder, as it were, and then we'll get back to the show. All right. I don't know how to transition from that. I really wish I knew how to edit, honestly, because this part is just, uh, all right, yeah, let's just get on to what he said, because that's, that's really why, uh, you know, I'm going to stop. Hello, this is producer George, and about to respond to both Damien and Ed in there, statting me out as a D&D character. But I have a special guest here to give some other insights, or another person's insights. This is my wife, Stacy, who's been with me for a long time. <laughs> really long. And so she has some reactions and responses to both Damien and Ed and their statting and their assessment of me. So, to be fair, my knowledge of D&D is... Oh, hi, by the way, BTWs, whatever. Um, <laughs> my knowledge of D&D is very limited, so when you come down to details like weird words and stuff, I don't know. But uh, as far as what I heard... Um, from Edward's perspective, uh, was mostly spot on. Um, he is thoroughly correct in the whole tank perspective, in that George is a tank. Uh, I've been calling him that for years. Um, very indestructible. Um, and yeah, this man will not stop until he figures something out. Uh, thank goodness for YouTube these days. Anyways, um, but to be fair, Edward, you know George, your perspective of George was very, uh, idealized. from a non-flawed perspective, what did I what? Idealized? Idealized, or, um, you don't have him, he's not flawed, you know he is, but your character of him is not, uh, just because you haven't experienced his flaws, um, there, there's a couple of things that I would co not correct, um, but just like state as far as his character. Um, 
yes, tenacious and, and stubborn and will do anything for his family. Um, but sometimes he is easily distracted. And, you know, like, oh, look at Squirrel. Seriously. But he does regain focus. And I'm not here to talk about his flaws. I just was saying that your assessment of him is a little bit idealized or not put on a pedestal, but there's not a lot of flaws mentioned. Um, Damien, your assessment, well, you know, I've only known him a few years longer than you have, but I do know him a little more intimately, thank goodness. Um, one thing that I think critically you were mistaken on is that George does not read people. He cannot read people to save his life. Um, you could walk into a room and two people be fighting and he'd still miss it. Uh, but he does read situations. So kind of going back to the whole um, Edward's kind of idea that George walks into a room that a situation is going on um, and carefully assesses before he does any damage. Not like just throwing out random fireballs. Um, George will read a situation but often will not take into account the person just because he can't. Uh, that's my gifting and he he, feed, he knows that and so that's where you may gather that he gets it, that he can read people, but I can promise you that he's usually asking me first um, and vice versa. So that's just how our marriage works. So that's little insight into that. Um, but yeah, you both were spot on. It was interesting to hear uh, the different ideas. Um, one who's less knowledge of George and more knowledge. Um, I do think his new tattoo should be a tank with, with glitter and fireballs, but that's just me. So there you have Stacy's assessment. So my turn. Um, again, I do like Ed's version because it is kind of idealized and kind of how I'd like to see myself. But if I'm realistic, I think I need to choose Damien's ultimately. Um, one of the, we'll say, abilities that you could include that I have, and that is that I have a partner that has insight into people and other things, and I listen, and that's one of the keys. Um, so, again, I like both characters. I like, I'm actually kind of humbled by what both of you had to say. Um, Not that humbled. But it goes back to... I think one of the things Ed said is about not being aware of or of my competence, and that uh, and that kind of plays in that in the attitude of myself. Um, so again, I like what you both did with both of them, and I appreciate the energy and and you know space and time that you put into doing that uh, and, and I am again humbled by how you view me um, I hope I am that nice of a guy <laughs> but ultimately like I say Ed's would be the one I'd want to play but if I'm choosing who I actually am I'm probably closer to Damien's assessment so there you have it Take it away, Damien. 
Thanks, George. Got it. Appreciate it. Okay, so there's George's response. I think it's clear uh, who really wins here, and that's you, the audience, and whoever wants to actually take these characters on a really cool adventure. Uh, all right, so now we're going to get back to uh, me statting out Ed, and that should be fun because I am hilarious and humble. All right. Hey, this time we actually got George on the microphone, so that helped. We just had to wait for a plague to happen for it to work. All right, back to the show. I really thought I'd hit the button. And we're back. So that was some fine, fine advertising right yes, there. Yes, I, I would agree. And if you want to join us and advertise in that space, um, drop us a line at E.H. Blaylock on the Twitter or at Duh Harmony on the Twitter or collectively at Geek History Time on the Twitter. Um, yes. So, all right. So I statted you out, sir. Um, okay. And uh, first of all, uh, the race. Go ahead and guess what race. I'm getting. I'm picking up a vibe. Mm-hmm. Picking up a vibe. I'm thinking dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it's foregone conclusion. Um, <laughs> just you know, the, they are the Scots of the 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 D and D world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, went I'm, yeah. I went hill dwarf. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, you are lawful good. Okay. Because not, it's not you. a shock. Yeah. It, yeah. Not um, not at all surprising so far. Yep. Uh, so stat wise, you strength of a 13, um, uh, dex of 10, uh, con of 18. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, uh, because I, I've seen you drinking and it hasn't changed your (laughs) demeanor at all. So I was like, yeah, well, that's probably high con. Yeah. Well, um, uh, intelligence of 16 because I know you, um, wisdom of 15. Okay. All right. Uh, and a charisma of 16. Okay. So um, now with okay. all these stats. I, I'm uh, um, flattered. Okay. Oh, sure. Awesome. With all these stats, the skills that you've got. Well, actually, we'll get into your. Uh, you also had to multi-class. Okay. Um, well, yeah. And I went background. I went noble. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, so personality traits. Uh, and this was absolutely tied to how you view your dad. Despite my noble birth, I do not place myself above other people. We all have the same blood. Okay. You very yeah. much admire your dad and his achievements. And in another time, you absolutely would be speaking of your dad, uh, the knight. And yeah. Yeah. And at the, I mean, literally, he's an officer. You used yeah. his sword to cut your cake. Like, yeah, uh, yeah at, at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but at the same time, we all have the same blood. Your ideals, yeah. uh, you, I went with responsibility. It okay. is my duty to respect authority above me and for those below me to respect me. Yeah. There's a very clear taxonomy chart in your head. Yeah. They're, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you love Confucius. Not always, not always proud of that, but yes. No, you know, okay. but it is, a, it is an objective thing you can kind of yeah. rely on and... If if you're not living up to it, you know how you can get back to it. And other people yeah. is like, okay, here's how I help you along. Yeah. Um, bonds. Nothing is more important than the other members of my family. Okay. And yeah. then flaws. <laughs> and this is based on what you told uh, your wife. 
um, on your first date. Ah, yes. (laughs) In fact, the world does revolve around me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, except, except the way I actually said it to her was, okay, look, well, actually, I don't know if I said it to to her that way. But anyway, when she when asked was, you to tell you the worst, tell her the, the worst thing, thing that you worst, could tell. Worst thing about me, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm an arrogant bastard. Yes. So I'm an arrogant, arrogant, arrogant prick. Yes. Now, being a noble, um, yeah. you get retainers. Yeah, people who will do things for you, who will show up when you need them and whatnot. And those people are Bishop, Tessa, and Leanne. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Which, yeah, like... like, I I like it. Michelangelo has Donatello, Raphael, and Leonardo. Okay. And I would take your team nine times out of (laughs) ten. Be like, are we going underwater? (laughs) Yes. Then I'll take the turtles. But other than that... Aside from that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, how much how much shit do I need wrecked? Like right. like Tessa versus Raphael isn't even a contest. No. Raphael is going to get smeared. He's going to be like... crying and rocking himself <laughs> on his back in a quarter when she's done with him. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I like it. So uh, let's see. Um, I ah uh, yes, you're you're a dwarf. Like I said, you are a lore bard as well. I mean, shit, okay. we started a podcast of us sharing these ideas. Sharing, yeah. So, like, um, yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Like, yeah. yeah. So, and you also went to sixth level in Lorebard. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was like, when you did that, I was like, well, this will be a short round on my end. <laughs> um, so, yes, jack of all trades. Yes, expertise. Um, you took your expertise, by the way, in history and performance. Okay. You are proficient specifically in Arcana athletics uh, because of the fencing, um, okay. history, performance, persuasion, and religion. Okay. All right. Late life convert. So, yeah. Um, let's see. You also have cutting words. Okay. Um, your spell save against that, by the way, is 17. Yeah, 17. Yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah. Um, Let's see. You you also took. Uh, you also have additional magic secrets. Two more spells yes. that don't count against yours. Uh, your cantrips are friends, mending, and vicious mockery. Okay. Um. Your uh, bard spells. I'll just go through these since I'm on this page. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your your bard spells. Um. At first level, bard spells are. Let's see. You know, charm person. Identify. Um, at okay. second okay. level, you know, enthrall, which is very much in your purview zone okay. of truth as well. And also silence because you teach middle schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had that. I, I bet. Um, oh my God. And the also detect oh, thoughts Lord. because okay. you teach middle schoolers. Because I teach middle school. You know, see that that's almost given me too much credit. Cause like when you're talking about middle schoolers, mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, video games or sex mm-hmm. or food or what they think is sex. Like, or what, or yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Like their, their perception thereof. Right. But, you know, and, and, and then, and then overarching all of those, of course, surrounding all of those is, you know, social dynamics. Yeah. Like, those are the only peers. 
Yeah, that's yeah. that's those are the only options. If you're wondering what is going through my middle schooler's head, like that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, they're so, they're not they're not really that complicated. No. Um, if you if you zoom out far enough, they stop being complicated. <laughs> uh, your third level spells are bestow curse, um, okay. dispel magic, um, okay. and clairvoyance. Okay, put the phone away. Yeah, <laughs> dispel magic. Put the goddamn. Give me the phone. Yeah. How'd you know I had my phone? Nobody's crotch lights up like that. Nobody. <laughs> Tell you what. If I look across the room and I see you smiling at your crotch, either you have a phone in your lap or we have a more serious problem. Yeah. I'm hoping it's your phone. I'm hoping it's your phone. Because. Since yeah. it was glowing, I felt pretty secure coming over here. Right. And since it was glowing, I'm still hoping it was your phone. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a safer bet, but yeah. not still not 100%. Right. I don't I, I I would I would understand losing money on this bet, you know. Yeah. yeah. So all right. So you've got a okay. uh, font of inspiration. Um, yes. You get you know you get it after the the long or short. You have counter charm, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think I also had. I think you were hitting highlights. So I'm just yep. trying to hit the yep. things you that did. you didn't. Um, yeah. As a dwarf, you have save versus poison. As in, it takes you a long time yep. to get drunk. Um, uh, as as fair. our drunk Tolkien episode pretty much showed it it wasn't really drunk tolkien it was it was mildly buzzed tolkien yeah um, well you know i was working with beer i, I, I understand strong stuff so um you have dark here. vision stone cutting yeah dwarven yeah. toughness extra hit yep. point for every level i also gave you squat nimbleness as well um because uh, it gives you plus five to your movement, so you're not moving at 25. You're moving at 30. 30. Um, and it gives you a. Um, I think it gives you acrobatics, actually, or athletics rather, as a yeah, as a skill. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a bonus. Athletics becomes a bonus skill. Yeah. And you needed a, the extra point in strength because it also gives you either a point in strength or a point in dex. Um, okay. And you needed that point. Um, by the way, uh, at well, we'll get to it. Um, you needed that point in strength to get you to uh, what you needed for minimums for the next class that you spend twelve levels in. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You are a vengeance paladin, sir. Because of course I am. Yes. <laughs> because goddamn it, some people need smiting. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. We're done. No. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it gives you, by the way, as a vengeance paladin, it grants you. Mm-hmm. Um, you First off, your sacred oath is vengeance. Um, okay. You have the ability to channel divinity. Uh, yeah. and, and for one action, you can abjure an enemy. Um, okay. And you essentially, uh, one target within 60 feet, they must save wisdom or be frightened for a minute. Um, okay. and, uh, they, let's see. Yeah. Uh, they basically have to move. Oh, their speed is zero. Um, okay. And fiends and the undead have disadvantage against this. I'm down. Yeah, I figured you would be, um, as a bonus action, you can do the vow of enmity, which Pretty sure you have a beard for that very reason. Um, <laughs> he's 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 uh yeah he's he's doing yeah. the uh, the Jim Jim the Anvil Neidhart of his beard right now. Um, nice. Within ten feet 
uh, one target, um, you have an advantage against that one. Okay, um, and, and I'm looking it up. I just want to say I had yeah. advantage on attack rolls against a creature for one minute, mm-hmm. which I want to say is 10 rounds, or until it drops to zero hit points or falls unconscious. Yeah. I no, will no, hurt you. No, I will. I am going to fuck you up. Yes. Okay. Yep. You also have Relentless mm-hmm. Avenger. Okay. So if you hit uh, someone with an attack of opportunity... You can then move up to half of your move, providing no attacks of opportunity to your enemies. So it's just that this guy's walking by and you whack him and you just follow his ass and ain't nobody going to stop you. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Get You're back not, here. No, hey, no. Hey, no, I get, am not get, finished talking hey. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, you also have lay on hands because you're a paladin. Your fighting style, you definitely go defense because it gives you a plus one to your AC. Um, you have divine smite, shockingly, um, mm-hmm. and divine health, immune to disease. Um, you took well, the feat of inspiring leader. So okay. we're All right. two peas in a pod. Spoken of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also get an extra attack. Okay. Um, you yeah. have the aura of protection. Yeah, yes. Which, uh, with your within ten feet of you, uh, you get to add your charisma modifier to saving throws of other people. Um, also, you have the aura of courage. So any mm-hmm. allies that you have within ten feet of you cannot be frightened. Yep. Um, and you have the improved divine smite. Um, so any melee hit, any melee hit, adds plus one d eight radiant damage. Um, yeah, heck yeah, the fist of God. Um, and then uh, I spent uh, one of those levels, uh, the twelfth level one. I spent to buy up your dexterity because it was originally an eight. Okay, so well, bought, I appreciate that. Bought you up so, to yeah. zero. Yeah. yeah. Um, now the spells that you kind of have prepared at the time. Obviously, you have access to all the spells upon demand when you pray in the yeah. morning. Um, Bane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not wasting my time helping. No, no, no. no. D- Damien's over there. He can he can yeah, buff yeah. all y'all. No, no, yeah. no. I'm I'm getting in your way. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. No, you don't understand. You didn't. You you didn't. You didn't get the happy fluffy chivalry paladin. No, no, you got me. Yeah. It's no, no. Uh, hey, you you're gonna want to slow down because you're gonna trip. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are because I'm gonna trip you. Like, <laughs> that's why you want to slow down. So. <laughs> Also, throwing it out there. Hunter's Mark. Um, And those are the two that you get, you know, at at like whatever level. Those are the domain ones. And then you also have Bless, Compelled Mm -hmm. Duel, Heroism, and Thunderous Smite. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. At second level spells, you've got Hold Person and Misty Step. Um, Remind me about Misty Step. I love it. It's a reaction teleport spell within 30 feet. Okay. It's neat. So nice. it gets you over to where you need to get right away. Okay. Um, and right. I think it only costs five movement. You can move up to 30 feet. Nice. Um, let's see what else. Oh, yes. You also have Branding Smite. Oh, yeah. Locate Object and Protection okay. from Poison. Okay. So My wife can... would argue about Locate Object. <laughs> uh she and my mother both agree. No, he just doesn't see shit. Like, <laughs> well, and that's uh, you know, I did give you um, a, a fairly low 
wisdom score. Yeah, for a paladin. Yeah, for a paladin. Yeah. So, um, and then let's see, you also have protection from energy and haste. Okay. Yeah. So when you need to, you can move. Um, okay. Crusader's mantle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait. Um, daylight and the aura of vitality. Vitality. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, so Crusader's mantle, just for funsies, so you know what yeah, it yeah. is. Um, it is, uh, finding it right now. Here we go. Holy power radiates from you in an aura with a 30 foot radius, awakening boldness in friendly creatures until this spell ends. The aura moves with you centered on you. So essentially a torch distance and each non-hostile creature, including you gets an extra D four radiant damage when it hits with a weapon attack. All right. So now everybody's got an extra D four of damage. Kind of nice, yeah. And you're just yeah, that doesn't suck. That. Um, and then the other one that I wanted to uh, tell you about was branding smite, um, because I mean, it just sounds cool. Um, yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's it's a fun one. So it's a bonus action spell. Yeah. Okay. And most uh, of the smite spells are. Yeah. And and when you hit a creature, the next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends. Your, your weapon gleams with astral radiance as you strike, and it deals an extra 2d6 radiant damage uh, to the target, which makes it visible if it's invisible. Um, and then it sheds dim light in a 5-foot radius. Um, nice. At higher levels, you can add a d6 for every slot. It is above okay. a second. Yeah. So an extra 2d6 as a bonus action, and then you can keep that up as you hit people Damn. with other stuff. I like it. Now, unsurprisingly, your weapon is a longsword. Yeah. Um, and because you are so high level, you get a plus 1d8 radiant damage to it. So you're doing 2d8 damage, half of which is radiant every time you hit with it. Um, and then on top of that, you, um, yeah, you can give people the d4 kind of thing. Um, you have 201 hit points. Um, okay. You're pulling the aggro. Yeah. Your, uh, your armor is a breastplate. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. See that. Um, yeah. And so you've got an armor class of about a 15. Okay. So, all right. The only, the only quibble I'm going to make only one is, uh, since I am, using a long sword, mm-hmm. I'm actually doing a D10 damage because if you haven't given me a shield, I'm using both hands with it. Uh, two-handed rules. Is longsword versatile? Because... Yes. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh. In fifth, longsword is versatile. Okay. Because because in fifth edition, they finally got it right that what they were calling a longsword before was an arming sword. An actual longsword is what they used to be calling a bastard sword. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. So yeah. So it is versatile. I did not realize it was versatile. So you're right. So you could conceivably, if you rolled maxes, um, be doing let's see, d d ten plus d eight, so that's eighteen plus one for the strength, so that's nineteen. Mm-hmm. And if you doubled that, you'd get a thirty seven. Uh, uh, take someone down thirty seven points with just a hit. Um, yeah, because it doesn't go to thirty-eight because you don't add the bonus twice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 
but yeah, that's yeah. that's that is you statted up. Don't sir. forget, <clears throat> don't forget that uh, proficiency bonuses also get added to damage. They do. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I've been short shrifting my character. I thought it was yeah. just the bonuses from the attributes. Proficiency, I know, adds to your attack bonus. Yeah, but it's it's also damage. Oh, nice. I got I to gotta yeah. retool that. Which, which is uh, one of the nice things in fifth that helps deal with the, oh my God, every combat at level 16 is just going to be this massive, huge grind because everybody has so many flipping hit points and we're all still using the same weapons. Right. You know, and, and, you know, it's nice that, no, no, your proficiency bonus goes up. So every time you're hitting, now that you're at this level, you're doing three more hit points more at this level than you were at. That's nice. Five, level, you know, seven levels ago. So, yeah, it is, it is actually, it's, it's a very nice thing. That's one thing the Star Wars, uh, uh, 3.0 got right. You know, like the, the Star yeah. Wars D20 got right was because you added your level to your, AC or something like that. Yeah, so that your, Han's, your defense. Yeah. Because yeah. Han Solo would run around with just a vest and a shirt and like explain how he doesn't die. And they're like, oh, well, here's the mechanic for that. I was like, oh. Yeah. 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 They did. They did essentially kind of the same thing in yeah. uh, D20 Modern, uh, which which was a um, modified version of the of the three five rules mm-hmm. uh, that unfortunately never went anywhere they, they had some really good ideas in it but it just kind of yeah it, it never quite worked totally very well um which was a shame because they like i said they had some really great ideas but that that was one of the things they did in that was well you know we're, we're dealing in a setting where you know armor is not something people generally wear so how right. are we going to make it you know and that was that was the mechanic there nice. as well nice so i got so, a question yeah. for you Okay. We have amongst the three of us. Um, I'm assuming we're going with uh, the artificer uh, version of George. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but uh, but he needs to vote and send us that. Yeah, uh, or or course. he already has, and it's at the beginning of this one. So, um, yeah. But artificer, uh, assuming artificer, um, and then we've got you and we've got me. We've got a a actually a pretty solid team. We yeah. got basically we've got two bards. Um, yeah, three cleric or three divine users. Yeah, um, we've got uh, one arcane user. Yeah, um, that's kind of all we got. So, what would we need yeah. to round it out? Now he's got the breadth of spells like crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and it's not like he can't use Tinker's tools and stuff like that and find a spell yeah. to knock open a door. So I I I beg to differ if anybody says we need a dungeoneer. But no, what would round our team out? Because I think we're fairly self-sufficient. Um, we have enough faces in the group. Um, we have, I mean, we, we kind of have enough overlap that. Yeah, we're all, we're, yeah, I, I would, I would say the one thing we are missing is a um, dedicated uh, thief type. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the because because skills wise we're fine but what I'm talking about is no no we we seriously need a striker we we need a run up and just seriously deliver all the damage to a target and and gotcha. fuck them up and I know exactly who I'm nominating for that if you've been listening for the rest of the episode you already know who I'm going to name Tessa yeah 
Oh man, is is completely the assassin. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> several several levels of bard because also teacher. But yep. like, no, no, no. All the rest. What you did with me, mm-hmm. she, she is with with you know knives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, no, no. I'm I'm. The, the funny thing is though, she's not particularly stealthy like at all right she's she's just a no no i'm just going to run up so fast you can't hit me and then i'm going to fuck you up well i think that if you gave her alertness she'd have the plus to the initiative so she's going first anyway and then if you're an assassin you got advantage if you hit anybody ahead of them in the in the uh initiative initiative. so yeah she's going to just you had a kidney <laughs> well you, you had two of them yeah and now you don't yeah yeah no um yeah she she is the she is the strike first uh uh yeah, yeah. massive damage hitter um yeah i think i think as far as as far as roles in a traditional D party go that would be what we're what what we could what we could most use yeah. is is that no no we just need to hit him real hard we need that guy that mm-hmm. guy right there at the front of the group yeah. cut him off at the knees we need him taken out right that's her that's her job and then you know and while you're compelling the duel um yeah. or I'm compelling the duel because either of, geez yeah. we could just have him bouncing we, we back and forth and she keeps hitting yeah. Him. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, while that's, while that's happening, uh, she's, she's yeah. coming out. I, I could see that. Um, yeah. which makes me wonder why we're not doing this game digitally. Um, <laughs> kind of wonder too. Yeah. So, well, cool. That was, that was a fun little dalliance. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Um, I we'll like get it. back to more serious stuff, uh, the next episode. Um, potentially we'll be doing a watch along episode. So if, yes. if you have a streaming service, I guarantee you it works on Amazon because I have it. I don't have Netflix currently, so I can't speak to it. I I don't recommend Hulu unless you can get it without commercials. But we're going to be watching Season 3, Episodes 11 and 12 of Deep Space Nine. It's called uh, Past Tense. It's a, one, it's a two-part series. We're going to be doing a watch-along. I've done some research to kind of give some production notes as we're going along and, and kind of okay. spark some conversation during the dull parts of it. Um, but I want us to take a look at uh, watching that because I, I think that... Um, well, I don't want to spoil it, but I think it will seem way too goddamn familiar and depressingly uh, predictive. Prescient? Yeah, prescient. Yeah, that would be a good word for it. So okay. uh, I know that we'll be doing that soon um, and we'll have other episodes coming out uh, as well. But um, that one I am very much looking forward to. So, All right. Me too. Um, if people want to find you on the social media and tell you why uh, you, you really should use something besides a longsword if you're going to be a vengeance paladin, where can they find you? Well, first off, they're fucking wrong. I don't know. Sentinel um, plus like, great weapon master plus polar master. Like, no. ain't nobody getting gonna, within no. 10 feet of you and then well, we can no, all huddle I mean, under you i mean i understand that from yeah. a from a min-maxing standpoint but there's just no glamour to it like no i'm sorry <laughs> no sword sword all the way uh we've, we've sorry, had this I, fight i'm sorry before. i'm We're having trouble hearing having you this fight. i'm having trouble hearing you 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 keep trying to say quarter staff but it comes out sounding like sword <laughs> it's the weirdest uh-huh. 
thing. Yeah, yeah, weirdest thing. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 the argument continues, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I'll so anyway, even admit, they, like they, a spear is infinitely better than a quarter staff too. It just is because you have a pointy end too. It's versatile. Like yeah, yeah, you can stab the shit. But I still love a quarter staff. Like yeah. Well, there is. I, I will. I will grant you that there is some emotional uh, satisfaction involved in in the clonk noise that it makes when mm-hmm. you you know uh, concuss somebody repeatedly with with one end of it. And so also you just know the bend that hits and the snap back. Oh, it's so fun. But okay. Well, it so, depends. See, you're you're, yeah. you're you're thinking real hard of a waxwood stab. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> if 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 they want to have that argument with me, uh, they can find me at E H uh, Blaylock on Twitter or Mister Blaylock on uh, TikTok. God help you. <laughs> um, you're not going to find very much there, but that is that is that account. And then, of course, if they want to try to argue with both of us about it, mm-hmm. uh, they can feel free to do that at uh, Geek History Time on Twitter. Yes. Now, if they want to find you, they will go to what? They will go to uh, at Harmony. Uh, there's two H's in the middle there on the Twitter and on the Insta. Um, if you want to be entertained by my apparent flaw, this is news to me, um, then you can come watch me on twitch.tv forward slash capital puns every Tuesday night at 8.30. I've been on pun shows in England and in New York, uh, but my home my home show is absolutely um, capital punishment. It's been going for more than four years now. So I encourage you strongly to to check that out and suggest things. We had people start paying money to suggest things last week, um, and that was really fun because we we had some ridiculous concepts and, and topics. Um, so those are some of the places you can find me. Um, and then right here at Geek History of Time. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think that should do it. So okay. uh, uh, for a Geek History of Time, I'm Damien Harmony. And I'm Ed Blaylock. And until next time, keep rolling 20s.